Welcome to the Mindhouse Lounge with Dr. Ashley Spinney, the podcast where we dive into the transformative power of positive thinking, mindset mastery, and the art of manifesting your dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about positive thinking and breaking the barriers of blocking beliefs. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get started. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. Today, I really wanted to talk about how blocking beliefs show up for us uh, so often. It's very common that we have an inner monologue. I know not everyone thinks that way. However, um, if you find yourself maybe noticing some of these thoughts, that's wonderful. If not, I would love to encourage you to become an observer of how you might be speaking to yourself we can really start to notice how these thoughts show up when we start to become more mindful of them. And sometimes we need to first start by becoming more of an observer. And by doing that, we have to, on purpose, start to listen to how we are talking to ourselves. So for today's episode, I really wanted to talk about blocking beliefs and how that shows up in terms of an inner critic and how we might be able to start to shift some of that into maybe not always positive thinking, but uh, definitely some positive thinking. Um, But even if it's just more neutral and gentle, sometimes I think that we are really hard on ourselves and that can get in the way of a lot of things, especially when we're starting new endeavors when we are trying to shift into something new or meeting new people or even just having a conversation with somebody, sometimes we can get really in our head about what's going on. And that's where the self-critic really starts to show up. So I think something that can be really helpful in terms of starting to understand this is that we all have different parts of ourself. And um, that might sound a little weird, but uh, I think that most people start to identify with that when we start talking about the self-critic because uh, a lot of people, when I bring this topic up, they're like, oh yeah, (laughs) I definitely have one of those. Um, And so sometimes it's that part of us that is, is our own voice in our head that uh, likes to be very critical and, and that can get in the way a lot of the time. So I thought that it would be helpful to talk about that today so that way we can start to practice uh, shifting some of that and watching those blocking beliefs. So then that way when we're really starting to um, work on something new or um, just, yeah, anything in life where we're meeting new people, um, working on ourselves, or even just in our day-to-day tasks, if we can start to get more aware of those inner thoughts getting in the way, then maybe we can start to have a little bit more control over them. And I think that that's where we can really start to see the magic happen. It's my hope that these episodes uh, will will flow and build on one another as well. So hopefully you can take what works for you and uh, build on that as we go. And how we can start to see this is kind of like what happens when I'm in a therapy room with a client where, you know, we're working on something and we can see the progress. We're building on it and just kind of going with the flow, whatever comes up uh, and meeting, meeting yourself where you're at. And um, I do want to say that if any of this material at any time brings up something that feels uncomfortable, it would be really important um, to check in with yourself around that and see if you do feel like you need some extra support. 
um, and reaching out to um, somebody, a friend, a family member, or, you know, even a therapist if you don't have one, um, that can always be really helpful for any of us. And so I think that it's, it's really important to mention because a lot of this stuff can at times become uncomfortable. When we start to talk about and understand that we have more than one part of ourself, um, some things can start to show up. And if we're starting to understand what blocking beliefs are, what the self-critic is, and how we talk to ourselves, when we start to become aware of that, it might bring up different types of emotions that we maybe sometimes try to avoid. And that's so common for us, I think, um, as people that, you know, we go through our day to day and we're so busy all the time, you know, we're, we're working, uh, interacting with people, we come home and we want to relax. And so what do we do? Maybe we put the TV on or music or um, play a game or something. And those things are helpful for self-care and relaxing. And sometimes they are very good distractors. They do allow us to avoid our inner monologue, our our thoughts, our self-critic, and um, any other parts and other, other thoughts that might be showing up. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves the time and space to actually stop and think um, and understand what is actually going on for us. And so... If we are able to define a blocking belief, I think it is really these negative thoughts or doubting thoughts that get in the way of us being our best self, of manifesting what it is we might want in life, um, and holding us back from any kind of goal or activity that we might want to do. And these blocking beliefs might show up in the way of an inner monologue talking to ourselves and I know that I, it shows up for me in in, in my brain um, this way where I do have a conversation with myself and it's not like I'm you know on purpose like having this conversation all the time with with me um, but when I listen I do hear what it's saying and sometimes I'm reflecting on what just happened um, or you know how my day has been going or sometimes when I'm alone with myself I, I will notice those those negative thoughts and and because I've been doing this for so long now as a professional in my work as a therapist I think that I have gotten really practiced at being leaning into the positive thinking more often however i know how difficult that can be and it really does come down to a practice so the first thing i think that's really important to start with is giving ourselves the space to really hear what we're saying and if you are if your brain doesn't work like this that's okay too i know a lot of people will um, have the the inner monologue some people will think in pictures some people will think in emotions um and so i think it really just is about defining how that shows up for you first and foremost and then starting to really listen to what is coming up and how that's making you feel and the way to do that is to first become aware and, and this is like kind of the uh, basics of mindfulness. When we're able to use awareness on purpose to check in with ourselves, that becomes a mindful practice. 
and when we're able to stop on purpose and listen to what's coming up, then we can create some space to start to understand how we're thinking and how we're feeling and how that's affecting us. And so an example of how this might show up is at any point in the day, um, taking the beginning of the day, for example, where you might be getting up and let's say you're washing your face and, um, you know, you're, you're there in the mirror. And uh, if you aren't really paying attention, you might not notice, but you're probably starting to think thoughts about what whatever. It could be anything. It could be your day. Um, some people will automatically start to talk negatively about themselves and this might not be all the time throughout the day but sometimes it might be um but if we start to listen to what we're saying to ourselves then we can really start to identify the tone um and the themes and the story that we're telling ourselves that's going on in our head um without us even being aware of it some of the time so i know for myself that i have heard um, my self-critic more often than not, um, especially in the past before I started getting good at this stuff. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll say things to ourselves that just aren't aren't nice um, or aren't kind or isn't loving. And so if we're able to start becoming aware of that, then we can start to become more in control of how we do speak to ourselves. So the, the, the reason why this is so important is because when we do want to start new endeavors or we do have new goals or we're meeting new people and starting new relationships, it's important to listen to how we're speaking to ourselves because if we if we don't, then those thoughts can start to become anxious thoughts or stressful thoughts. And if we're able to understand how we are talking to ourselves, then um, and when we're able to create space to shift that that narrative and and start talking to ourselves in a more positive or neutral um, um, or loving kind of way, then we're able to, I think, um, become more confident in ourselves and um, just less anxious and less stressed in general. And so maybe we're just functioning in a, um, a more stable kind of way that feels a lot more comfortable. I was talking a little bit about this in my first episode where, you know, starting something new, it feels really challenging and makes us feel vulnerable. And in those moments, we can really start to shut down and um, talk to ourselves in a really negative way, you know, like, I can't do this or I'm not good enough. Um, and that's what's really going to stop us from being successful in doing something new. And so as I am helping people in general in life, I feel like as a therapist, it's important for me to bring up this stuff in therapy sessions. But now building into something more where I really want to help other therapists go into private practice or um, just any anybody that is an entrepreneur that wants to start their own business, uh, I think that it's really important to understand that as soon as we start something new, that's when the self-critic might start to become a little bit louder. And if we really start to listen to it, um, that part of ourself, then we can very quickly start to decline, start to diminish our progress um, and, and continuing to reach that goal. And so if we understand where this is coming from, uh, or if we understand at least 
that it's happening, I think is, is the first part, then we can, like I said before, start to get into more control around that. So this shows up in a, in a couple of different ways where, you know, our, our self-critic is there, we're hearing these negative thoughts, but then it can also lead into negative beliefs or blocking beliefs about our abilities and who we are as a person and what we're capable of um and 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 then like the whole i'm not good enough stuff starts to show up as well and that can show up in our endeavors and our goals or in our relationships so starting to understand the self-critic is really important because then we can start to become more in control and it's really important to recognize ourselves as a classroom of students. So it's like I have a classroom of parts inside me. And it might sound really weird, um, but I think it's a really good way of understanding it because we have all used these terms, I think, in, in our lives. You know, like I have my um, my work hat on or I'm you know, in this moment, I feel like more of a, a daughter. Um, in this moment, I feel like more of a, uh, a wife. In this moment, I feel like maybe childish. Um, and so those are all parts of ourselves. And so a lot of people will identify with their adult self, a child self, the self-critic. We also can have nurturing parts. Um, and teenage parts. So I think it's really about starting to understand that when you were having a reaction to something, it's probably a part of us. And that comes from something that we've learned in our lives along the way. And so this is where I want to just, again, bring up that disclaimer that if anybody starts to feel uncomfortable in, in starting to look at some of this stuff, to just be very gentle on yourself um, and talk to somebody about it, whether that's a friend or a therapist, because uh, when we start to unveil some of these parts, they can become a little bit uncomfortable and sometimes very uncomfortable. So we just want to make sure that everyone's feeling okay in this moment just checking in with yourself and making sure that it feels okay to continue on. Now, as we go on, it's really nice to see how these things all start to come together. Understanding our self-critic, understanding how that part of ourself can talk at us with blocking beliefs, negative beliefs, negative things about ourselves, things that just don't feel good, and how we can create space with the mindfulness to allow a shift in terms of thinking more gently um, or more positively. And in able, when we're able to kind of see how these things flow together, then we can begin to create space to insert something different. So how that might work is first I'm becoming more of an observer by choosing to become aware in the moment. I'm noticing that my inner critic is showing up because I'm hearing some things that don't feel comfortable um, or positive and labeling those as blocking beliefs or negative, negative thoughts or whatever it might be that doesn't feel good. And then in that moment when I'm noticing it, I can stop and instead of talking to myself negatively some more, like, oh, there I go again. I'm going to create space to be gentle and I might say something like okay let's just stop there 
I'm going to just do the best I can. And I'm going to, right then and there, already starting to think a little bit more neutral or positive. But then I'm saying to myself, um, let's just try again. You're doing the best you can. And I'm going to practice strengthening the muscle of neutral or gentle or positive thinking. Um, and so if that doesn't feel natural right away, that's okay. It doesn't usually, um, but that muscle will grow. And so sometimes it's about um, educating ourselves on different ways and different phrases to say to ourselves that might be more neutral, gentle, or positive. Um, and for me, ones that I really love are, I'm doing the best I can. Um, what you're doing is enough today. It's okay to rest. Anything along those lines, I think, is really helpful. Um, you're doing the best you can is one of my favorite things. And it, it really it really fits with so many things because sometimes we push ourselves, um, especially when we're, you know, really trying to do something um, new. And I think I talked about this last time as well, where sometimes it feels like we're trying to push a boulder up a hill by trying something new that we just aren't familiar with yet, but it does get easier as we get stronger and start to understand the nuances more. Um, then we end up getting really practiced at it. So again, kind of reviewing where we're at here, identifying our self-critic, listening to the blocking beliefs or the negative thoughts, and trying to create space to insert a new practice of being more gentle, neutral, or positive. And so we can start to really cultivate this positive thinking with that practice. There's an, an importance of positive thinking as well, or neutral or gentle thinking um, research there's research that actually says that our immune system will be affected by the negative thinking. And um, this ties into how negative thinking can make us feel low or stressed and the impact that that actually has on our nervous system. And when we're able to stop and create this space through the mindfulness of positive thinking, then that also strengthens our nervous system. It becomes more balanced. Um, we're able to let go a little bit more of what's not in our control. Um, because I do think that most of the time, our negative thoughts show up around things that are not in our control. Um, I do hear people saying, and I do it too, where we think um, or overthink about what other people might think of us um, or something that we did in a situation with somebody else um, will replay that in our minds um, when the other person probably has already forgotten about it. Um, and so I think that that's a place where we can start to do this new practice of stopping recognizing how we're talking to ourselves and inserting a different thought so that we can actually let some of that go. And this is definitely a letting go in a very gentle way, as opposed to when, you know, we might hear it from other people when they tell us to just get over it or let it go. Um, or why are you still holding on to that? When they don't understand that that's just easier said than done. This is a practice where we can actually start to create the space of doing something new, practicing something new so that we can let something go. Um, and, and 
I, I can't stress enough how much it is a practice. It is practicing again and again. And this is where our self-critics can become loud because we're like, oh, you're so bad at that. Like, why can't you just think positively? Um, why are you so hard on yourself? But if in that moment we can say, okay, wait a minute, this is a moment where I can practice being more gentle on myself. Then we can say something like, you are doing the best you can. You're starting something new. You're practicing something new. And that is difficult. So just do the best you can. Just keep going. If you need a break, you take a break. And that's showed up for me in this new process as well, where I really do want to help other therapists um, build their private practices. And until I am able to get a little bit more of a following, let's say on, on social media, um, then I'm going to continue to be gentle with myself and not push myself too hard, but just do the best I can, create a plan, um, do a little bit here and there, try to do a little bit every day, but we need a break. So giving ourselves a break to stop and rest is important. So often we hear that we're being lazy if we're not doing anything and that can be so much more damaging. We actually need rest. We need to allow ourselves the time to rest because in that rest, then we're able to regenerate and rejuvenate our body, our cells, our muscles. Just like exercising, we wouldn't want to lift the heaviest weight for half an hour every single day. We would just probably flop on the ground and get so sick that our body would decide that it's going to rest for us. And it's still not going to be a restful rest because it needs to heal from all the stressful work that it just did. So if we are able to change that thinking that rest is so important, I actually need this rest right now, then that is okay. I think we really do come from a culture of intergenerational trauma where that has shown up that we work ourselves to the bone and we, you know, we go to work and, um, you know, work so hard for somebody else all, all day, all, all, every day for the whole week. And that's just not doable. We have these two days off at the end of the week. That's just a recipe for, for sickness, I think. So if we can find ways to take that back into our own control by first starting with this, identifying our self-critic, blocking beliefs and positive thinking, then we can start to have more autonomy in our decisions around what that looks like for us. And because I'm creating this podcast for um, anyone who's interested in this, these topics, but also anybody who is um, wanting to be an entrepreneur, is an entrepreneur, or a therapist who wants to build a private practice, I think it's really important because when we start something new, like a new business, then we can um, really start to hear um, some blocking beliefs and some negative thinking that might set us back. And so I, I do think that it's really important to recognize how that is showing up so that way we can start to get out of our own way. Um, and this is this is showing up for me too. And uh, so often in the, in the last month, um, and I am trying to use my own skills as often as I can because I'm human too. And I'm going to, I have a self-critic and it's going to be saying things to me, you know, that this is too hard. You should give up. You're not doing it right. Or um, you'll never be successful at it. But if we listen to those thoughts all the time and more often then we are going to give up and we are going to think that we're no good and i know that i want to keep going with this and i do want to be successful with it and so 
uh, funnily enough, the thing that keeps showing up for me is just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just like finding Nemo. And uh, it's so silly, but it's uh, it's helping because then it starts to it, it reminds me to let go a little bit of that pressure that I'm putting on myself. Like who, who said that I needed to be perfect right away off the bat? No one. Um, and so when I'm able to say, OK, it's OK, you're doing the best you can just keep swimming, um, then I can let some of that pressure go. I can let some of that stress go and just keep practicing. Really, that's what it's all about is just continuing to practice. I really hope some of this has been helpful today to identify that we all have parts of ourselves. We all have a self-critic um, and that shows up by offering these blocking beliefs and negative beliefs that sometimes just really aren't helpful. Sometimes it's helpful in a small amount where it can push us a little bit more, but if it's the loudest voice, then that's that's definitely not helpful. And so we really want to try practicing getting into more control around that so we can amplify that neutral or gentle um, or positive type thinking to help us be more successful in our day-to-day -day and in our goal setting. So I hope that some of that's been helpful and I really would love to encourage you to share some of your experiences or ask any questions that you may have um, and follow, follow me on Instagram at Doc Ashspin official. You can go on there, DM me, send me any questions that you have. That would be amazing. Um, I'd love to be able to provide more resources or um, any other kind of follow up exercises for further exploration as we go. And I'll continue to post some of this stuff on my um, my Instagram page as well, so that we can keep growing and learning together. I do want to remind everybody that there is support, there is therapy available for anyone who feels that they might need that extra support around this stuff, or if you're noticing anything that's coming up today that feels a little bit uncomfortable, there's definitely support. There's so much online these days. You can find a therapist literally anywhere, um, but just uh, remember that uh, Finding a therapist, finding a, a good therapist is like shopping. Sometimes you need to try on a couple before you feel that it's the right fit. So um, if you ever need any help with that as well, feel free to send me a DM and um, I would love to help support you in setting something up. Thank you so much for being here today. You are the ones that make this possible, that um, that help my inner critic be, uh, you know, just kind of a little bit quieter so that I can talk very positive, positively to myself saying, you know, that there's listeners out there, people who are enjoying this material. So um, next time we'll look at weaving in some more topics that will ebb and flow with the information that we've been talking about so far. If you found the material helpful today, I would love it if you rated my podcast and shared it with somebody else who you feel might find it interesting as well. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at DocAshBenOfficial and never be afraid to send me a DM anytime with any questions that you may have. Thank you so much, my friend. Looking forward to next time.